0: Welcome to Funding the Dream. I'm Richard Bliss, the host, and this is the show where we talk about crowdfunding traditionally, but today I have a special guest. Well, all my guests are special, but today the the guest is around crowdsourcing. My guest is Nicholas Gonda, uh, co-founder and CEO of Tug. Nicholas, welcome to the show. Thank
1: you so much for having me.
0: So tell me about... Um, Those of my guests, uh, excuse me, those listeners that I have traditionally know that we usually are talking about when it comes to Kickstarter and crowdfunding, things like board games, video games, uh, the entertainment industry, comic books, literature. But in this case, your project, it's not even a project, your company um, is around cinema and theaters, and it's kind of a unique experience. Can you explain it to our listeners a little bit, uh, encapsulate kind of what it is that Tug does?
1: Sure, yeah. You know, Tug, Tug is a place where, filmmakers of all kinds from studios to independent filmmakers can come and, and bring their their films bring their content and make them available for for people to bring to their towns the the user uh... who we call the promoter the more active user selects a title whatever it is whether it's a new release uh... repertory release uh... and and if they can pre-sell enough tickets within a certain amount of time then that event will be confirmed and that that you know screen will occur at the theater of their choice
0: all right so let me just be clear because that sounds straightforward, but I've discovered that as I looked into this, it kind of is so simple in its uh, concept, yet I have trouble believing that, that it's that simple. And I, think, and I think it is. But what you're telling me is I have this movie that I either made or I go out to your library that I like. If I get enough of my friends, we can have a private screening of any one of those movies at my local Cinemark down the street. Is that what you're telling me?
1: Yeah, we we have a very wide network of of participating theaters. It includes AMC Regal, Cinemark, Rave, Goodrich, Alamo, Drafthouse, House, and Lemley Theaters, and so on. It it, it comprises over you know 75 percent of of the the theaters in North America, and so we. Uh, you know, we have relationships with them that enable that user experience. Obviously, the theaters, their their goal is, is to provide, you know, content that is directly relevant to the interests of the local communities in which those theaters are a part. And so applying this mentality in this system, you know, it allows them to do so in a very risk-mitigated way. So, yeah, the, the user experience is, you know, as uh, as described, if, if you can get enough people and that threshold varies depending on the title and the showtime, but if you can meet that threshold within, you know, That amount of time, which is anywhere from you know sometimes five to seven days, upwards of you know thirty or more days. And uh, but if you can reach that threshold within that time, then you will get that event and have that screening.
0: So my listeners are very familiar with Kickstarter. So this sounds like uh, a similar concept. I I put the idea up there, whatever the film is. We have a certain number we Mm -hmm. have to hit, and we have a certain amount of time. If we hit that number within the time, boom! Then everybody shows up at ten o'clock on a Thursday morning, and we get to watch our. Our favorite version of whatever movie we happen to be watching right
1: exactly it's it's a behavior that's that's more and more common you know across many different you know online you know platforms that the the mentality of if if we work together as a group as a crowd. Uh, you know, towards a common goal and, and you know, in a, in a concerted way, then, then we will achieve that goal, you know, collectively. And so we've, we've seen that in such extraordinary ways and so many different projects on Kickstarter and, and other sites, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, that same mentality, that same collaborative effort, you know, can also, as, as we see with Tug, you know, be applied to, to our local movie theaters.
0: So tell me then, that begs the question, where did the idea come from? Because now it looks so obvious that with all of the films that are coming out of Indiegogo and, and Kickstarter and some of these other sites that yeah. you, you now have given them a way to actually get into theaters rather than simply b- burning their own DVDs or making it streaming online. What, but it, what came first, the chicken and the egg here? Did Tug? What inspired Tug and where did it come from? I mean, where did this idea from you and your co-founder really originate from?
1: It came from listening to filmmakers that we've been working with over the years. I, you know, in, in conjunction with Tug also I produce films and, and have the opportunity to, to learn constantly from filmmakers and, and the way they're making their movies, you know, conceptualizing their movies and, and also, you know, the challenges that, that especially independent filmmakers have been facing for, for so long now in terms of distributing their films. Uh, we, we see more and more technology emerging from even people shooting feature films on iPhones and, and you know, Reds and Alexa's and Canons and the technology's becoming more and more abundant and there's there's, you know, filmmakers of, of all kinds all over the world who are producing incredible works of art but there's an, an extraordinary bottleneck in terms of how to deliver that specifically to, to movie theaters. And, uh, you know, we, we also see, you know, on, on the audience and, you know, people um, speaking up, you know, using social media to, to voice their frustration with, with the, you know, narrow window of programming that, that you know, occurs in, in most theaters, you know, and that that's to no one's fault. That's obviously, you know, people of, you know, in, in working in distribution, we're constantly trying to, Speculate what people will want where and when, and and by removing those question marks, filling that with certainty, a guaranteed audience and content that we know they want, then it becomes you know obviously a, a very intuitive decision to make
0: so let's talk about the content then because uh, i've looked at your you've I think you have about five hundred titles uh, right now how do
1: yeah we have uh, just over five hundred and fifty at this point
0: okay and so where do where How's that process happening then? Um, Because as I went through it, I have some interesting tastes. One of them, I I tend towards uh, old 60s and 70s World War II movies. And so I found one out there, The Bridge Over the River Kwai, great movie. I'm thinking, hey, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, Get some of my friends, we go down and watch it. Where does your selection come from and kind of what determines that?
1: We have, uh, you know, basically we have you know multiple agreements with, um, you know, with, with, large entities, studios, and different content aggregators that enable us to, you know, get a lot of content into that library at once. And and we also, you know, work directly with independent filmmakers. You know, a recent example, Iron Sky, um, you know, being distributed by uh, E1, um, but a very active and passionate filmmaking team behind it. Uh, You know, we we, we make contact with them or vice versa. You know, we we go over the, the, the standard terms for how to, you know, make your content available on TUG. And, you know, within a day, uh, you know, assuming uh, everybody's in agreement, we can have the content up there and available for, for requests.
0: Iron Sky being a perfect example of a movie that followed a torturous path to production, right? It went through multiple different uh, backers, financing. You know, some of us thought that movie would never get made, and yet here it is. And because of Tug, it's not just showing up in one or two theaters in, you know, San Francisco, Los Angeles, or New York, but it's, it's spreading out across the country.
1: It sure is. Yeah, we, we have uh, over 44 active screenings on, on the site right now. Uh, more requests coming in every day.
0: So tell me about that process then. I, I Let's suppose, I, let's take Iron Sky for example. I want Iron Sky to be at my local theater. What would I go through to make that happen?
1: You, you go to tug.com and you're able to, you know, browse and select that title and then you, you make a request. And at that point, there's some basic information that's asked of you. Um, you know, obviously when, you know, and where you'd, you'd like that showtime to occur, uh, you know, some understanding of, of the expected attendance, how many people, you know, you as the promoter, you, you think you could mobilize to, uh, you know, to, to get behind that event. Uh, at that point, our, our, you know outreach team is is in touch with that individual and gives them an event page that uh you know obviously reflects those those preferences and uh you know and then there's there's a clock that ticks uh you know similar to other collective buying sites where that individual knows and that following knows that you know, that set amount of tickets, it could sometimes be as low as 30 and upwards of 60 to 70, depending on, you know, the various factors. Uh, and if that thresholds reached within that time, then, then, you know, everyone's credit card is charged at that tipping point, And, uh, you know, the event is, is hundred percent confirmed.
0: So, um, and, and now that we're so used to, uh, a Kickstarter Indiegogo or crowdfunding type process, that just sounds like Common sense now. Oh yeah, put it out there. If it doesn't find, exactly. I, I don't get exactly. charged. Um, the the promoter, the person who's actually creating this event, is there anything unique or special that they have to to be involved with? Is there any credit card that they have to give? Is there anything they have to do as an obligation other than just have a passion to see this film shown in their area?
1: No, there's there's no there's no credit card that they need to put down or, or anything other than you know a standard you know registration process that includes you know, just what I mentioned, the preferences, their name and, and you know, what they would want the event, how they, you know, they would want the event page to read and any special features. We have some people that want to add Q&As or have some kind of a pre-show, uh, you know, to, to kind of decorate the event with very personalized components. Um, but other than that, you know, the, 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 the qualifications are really the, the interest, the passion, and then the ability to mobilize. And we're seeing that occur in so many different forms. We're seeing, you know, students in universities who are, you know, wanting content more relevant to what, you know, they and their classmates are studying and bringing, you know, documentaries to their local theaters and inviting other, particip- other students in that city to come and, and enjoy that, you know, communally. We're seeing uh, a great example, you know, that, that is occurring right now is a, a, a retired planning teacher in Torrance, California, who, you know realized that there isn't an art house in that community right now and, and you know was wanting to see uh, new release independent films in that community and, and we're seeing this individual sell out multiple auditoriums for seemingly obscure content. Sure. And uh, so you know the, the list goes on in terms of the face of the promoter and as we see on Kickstarter and all of these other sites, you know, the, the the individual that has the ability to, to mobilize and, and and instigate activity and action amongst the following is is endless in terms of you know who that person can be.
0: So in this case of Torrance it sounds like they've created themselves a virtual uh, independent film house
1: they've they've created a virtual film house in, in, in you know the the uh, the local AMC and, and they've created a film society, you know, called the South Bay Film Society that now has you know, over 100 members that that not only, you know, purchase tickets within the first day that that event page is released, but all of them are passionately sharing through their social media channels. And, uh, you know, in, in the most recent case, we had, you know, two sold out auditoriums on the same night with over 200 people on each.
0: So, Nicholas, it sounds like, you know, in traditional marketing, uh, the disruptive technology that comes along it sounds like you have put something in place that very well could start to um, shift the way that we see films come to market. Is that what Tug's goal was, or was it just simply a, a way to help independent filmmakers get their films in front of an audience?
1: You know, at the, initially, Tug's goal was, was to be a solution to a very apparent problem, you know, which was the the difficulty independent filmmakers have been experiencing in in the theatrical setting in terms of getting, you know, their films in theaters. Um, You know, we also see on the other hand, in terms of the theaters, an extraordinary underutilization rate right now, the average utilization rate, you know, according to some of the more recent statistic reports have been, you know, somewhere in the realm of 15% on average in terms of utilization each week. And so that that obviously means 85% of the time, you know there are you know empty seats and so there's there's a strong desire and appetite on theater's part as well to innovate and to help and to and to engage with with audiences on a new level and so you know at its core coming out of the gate we wanted to to be able to to be a part of that solution and and work with you know our content partners and our theater partners to provide a, a new experience and, and, and with, with with local movie theaters, uh, now as, as we're growing, we're, we're finding so many different needs and opportunities, and and also, you know, learning from from the filmmakers that we've been working with, learning from the promoters that, that we've been you know working with, and and also with the the local theaters. And so, you know, at, the, at this stage, our, our roadmap has uh, has expanded drastically in trying to keep up with all the lessons we're learning every day.
0: Has there been any pushback from any? Annie- aspect is there anybody who's hesitant about participating in tug
1: Oh of course you know there's there's always going to be you know people that that want to see something you know work and 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 be tried and true over a long period of time before you know they will you know put their brand you know on it and and that's you know something that we always expected we we've been delighted though that the majority of our partners on all levels have um you know, have have been bold and audacious, and and have been looking around in other spaces, seeing what the music community has been doing, seeing what you know social media has been doing, what crowdsourcing, crowdfunding, collective buying—that whole mentality has 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 brought you know to the world in so many different forms. And realizing that it's it's a very intuitive transition into into film distribution. It's something that you know the the, the time has come, and and the result is that it, everybody wins. You know, the, the, as I said, the theater has the benefit of a guaranteed audience. The content owner isn't speculating and spending tons of money renting auditoriums around the country and wondering which one will hit, and which one won't. And obviously the, the, the user has the, the benefit of a, a customized experience that they get at home on iTunes and Netflix. And now they're able to achieve that, you know, on, on the biggest screen in town.
0: Okay. So, uh, there are right now 956 active projects on Kickstarter that say that they're in the film or video space. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it by far makes up the largest portion of the Kickstarter um, portfolio yeah. of clients. So, so nearly a thousand of these projects are, tr- are seeking funding right now. If they're listening to this right now and they're, they're going to be asking themselves, okay, how do I, my, my project funds, I got my film made how do I get my film onto Tug? What, what can they expect to do? Is there a cost to them to get their film on Tug?
1: No, there, there's no cost. Basically what you do is you go to tug.com. On the, the bottom of, of the landing page, you'll see a, a contact us section, and, and you're, you're able to, as a, as a filmmaker, select that, uh, that channel of, of communicating with us. Uh, you know, usually within you know, the 24- or 48-hour window, um, you know, somebody from our team will be in touch with you and uh, we'll walk you through the, the next steps, which basically includes uh, informing us of, of what exists in terms of the media. Is it a Blu-ray? Is it a film print? Is it a DCP? Is it a combination of all of them? Um, you know, other basic information, synopsis, rating, if one exists for that title um, you know, and, and the, the basic metadata that we need in order to populate our site, that all occurs, you know, usually within a day. And, and then you'll be able to have a landing page for your title on Tug uh, fairly immediately. And then at that point, the, uh, the filmmaker, you know, works with their network of followers. And, and we find that those that have funded their, their film through Kickstarter have an enormous advantage because they already have a very robust network of people that are invested in that project that are passionate about it and and as we saw with iron sky and, and in fact it rules the world you know they can activate that following fairly quickly and inside that network are, are lots of those promoters as we refer to them and and then it just becomes uh, you know the, the, the what we see in so many other spaces where people are, are passionately sharing and, and working to reach you know threshold one at a time.
0: Is there any is there any uh, uh, format liability limitation? So I heard you say f- film print, Blu-ray. If I came to you
1: with my... Fi- it depends on the theater. You know, right now, over the last couple of years, one of the major shifts that's been occurring in movie theaters in this country has been from film to digital. It's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's been occurring at a vast rate. That's actually the case in, you know, globally right now. We're seeing... You know, most of you know, Western Europe and, and really the, the Asian territories as well, rapidly shifting to, to digital technology, digital projectors. A lot of the independent theaters in, in the country right now are, are, are getting there as well, but there's still some that will, will still only have a film print. So we basically, through our relationships with those theaters, we know which theaters have what capability. And then, you know, that, that, enables, that enables us to, to list that accurate, accurately on the site. So a promoter will know if they select a certain title and that title only exists on a certain format, then they'll be able to see which, you know, theaters in their communities are able to facilitate that.
0: Perfect. Well, I got to say, uh, this is exci- I, I know this is exciting. You've been around how long? About a year?
1: Tug launched officially at South by Southwest in March. That's when we launched the beta site. Uh, we've been in development for you know uh, over two years now. As you can imagine, there, there's lots of uh, yeah. lots of factors in the background that needed to be put together in order to provide the, the simple user experience on the front end.
0: So five months you've been up for about five months. That is right. Okay, well this is exciting. I know that there's going to be a lot of listeners, uh, particularly film uh, people who are backing films and people who are actually putting films up on crowdfunding sites. that they're going to be thrilled. Who probably haven't heard of Tug yet, and now suddenly are going to see this resource for them to get their film in front of real, real movie goers, goers, I guess is the way we would describe it. Nicholas, I want to say thank you very much for uh, taking a few minutes to be on the show with thank us. Thank
1: you. You have. No, been... it's been a pleasure. I appreciate your oh. time and interest in what we're
0: doing. Oh, I, I think it's thrilling. It's, it's kind of an exciting way to see everything kind of come together. You have, you have been listening to. All right. Thank you, uh, Nicholas. You've been listening to Funding the Dream. Uh, traditionally we talk about Kickstarter, but today we've been talking to Nicholas Gonda, the co-founder of Tug. That's T-U-G-G, tug.com, where you can actually crowd source the screening of uh, indie films or whatever particular film you might like. Go to tug.com and check it out. And I want to say thanks again to Nicholas Gonda for listening. Hopefully you've heard something that has been inspiring. I know this has been inspiring for me, and I'm, I'm thrilled that I had Nicholas on the show. Thank you for listening. Take care.